0: Hello everybody, this is Gregory and welcome back to another episode of Naturopathic Earth Radio and Holistic Health News. I hope you're doing well today. Today we're going to talk about our current FDA chief, who's in fact been our FDA chief for some time, Robert Califf, and how Califf epitomizes and illustrates the problem we have with the FDA. Now, I've talked about the revolving door quite a bit here. And what's the revolving door? The revolving door is a term that's used to express how those who are watching us are from the industry that are supposed to be watched. So that's the problem. So in other words, our alleged watchdog agencies like the FDA, the CDC, the USDA, you look at more broad, the World Health Organization, and so forth. These guys, their number one job is to protect our drug supply to make sure it's not tainted, to make sure the drugs don't kill us, or our food doesn't kill us, whatnot, whatever it is. But what we don't know, or a lot of people don't know, is they also have another job, which is to promote U.S. food interests or U.S. drug interests abroad. And of course, these are going to conflict. So with the revolving door, what you normally see is the people who are high level in the aforementioned institutions tend to come from big pharma. They tend to come from big medical device. And they'll do their time as a public servant in one of these organizations and then go back to where they were before. It's something crazy that like within the last 50 years, there's only been two FDA chiefs that were not connected to Some industry before they got there or did not go back or eventually go to one of these industries. And so you look at Robert Califf, he is similar to this. So Califf is in his 70s and he went to Duke University School of Medicine and then eventually he became a professor of cardiology at Duke's Medical School. And then he eventually went to the alphabet company google and worked there as full-time head of strategy and policy for its google health divisions and then you look at his connections to big pharma so i'm going to quote califf worked very closely with pharmaceutical companies at the duke clinical trial center quote convincing them to do large expensive and for duke profitable clinical trials close quote he was a paid consultant for merck Johnson & Johnson, GlaxoSmithKline, AstraZeneca, and Eli Lilly per ProBublica, which is a news outlet, from 2009 to 2013. Now, this is before, of course, he was chosen by Biden to run the FDA. The largest consulting payment was $87,500 by Johnson & Johnson in 2012. And, quote, most of funds for travel or consulting under $5,000, close quote, which has been called minimal for a physician of his stature. From 2013 to 2014, he was paid a total of $52,000, the greatest amount being $6,400 for Merck, Shop, and Dome, followed by Amgren, Hofkin, La Roche, Janssen Pharmaceuticals, and so forth. He was a director of Portola Pharmaceuticals from July 2012 to January 2015 an advisor for for Proventus Incorporated Chairman of the Medical Advisory Board of Regato Biosciences and has been a member of that board since 2009 and a member of the Clinical Advisory Board of Corganton, Inc. Forbes wrote that his close ties to the drug industry were why he was not nominated for the FDA commissionership in 2009 under Obama, but that it changed. (laughs) Biden's like, oh, you know what? Let's... Choose him. So, Califf has some shady connections to Big Pharma. I'm going to from the FDA. FDA chief has been confirmed despite concerns over his pharmaceutical industry ties. Now, you know, like, NPR is trying to be middle of the road, but honestly, Caliph's no different than every other FDA chief who has pharmaceutical industry ties. So this is from NPR. Robert Califf, once again had the FDA, narrowly securing his position as the head of the Consumer Safety Agency, I'm just going to put that in quote, Consumer Safety Agency, close quote. The Senate confirmed Califf on Tuesday, despite some concerns over his close ties to the pharmaceutical industry. Here we go. Caleb has received thousands of dollars in consulting fees from the pharmaceutical industry in recent years, and as part of his research at Duke, worked closely along the industry. Here I'm going to quote from Prospect, the American Prospect. As for Caleb's meeting with industry representatives, the president of the National Citizen for Health Research, Diana Zuckerberg, called it, quote, worse than a revolving door. Public Citizen, that's her group, claimed that meeting the meeting constituted collusion and violated the most elementary ethical standards for a regulator and regulatory authority. Califf was criticized as OMPT deputy commissioner for obfuscating his authorship of publications critical of FDA policies. One of his articles called for loosening and in some cases completely removing the FDA's informed consent requirements for certain clinical trials. Before going to work for the FDA, Califf also served as a paid consultant for multiple big pharma companies, as we've already talked about. His record at the FDA also calls into question his commitment to the public. Before going to work at the FDA, Califf had led the clinical trials for Johnson & Johnson's blood thinner Xarelto, which was approved in 2011. Senior FDA official Stephen Grant noted, quote, a lack of care, close quote, in the trial's design and execution. Several test subjects suffered strokes, which might have been avoided with a better design trial, Grant claimed. When presenting Xarelto to the FDA for approval, Califf himself acknowledged that the consulting fees he'd received from Johnson and Johnson constituted a potential conflict of interest. This was before he was FDA Even if he donated the fees afterwards, despite this acknowledgment, Califf pushed for Zureto's approval, a drug medical expert said should not have been approved, and which went on to cause over 300 deaths. Unsurprisingly, he received his largest ever consultancy payment of $87,500 from Johnson & Johnson just a year later. Well, of course you're gonna pay him off after that, right? He got your drug passed, who cares about debts? Well, shh, we'll figure this out later in court. It's kinda like with Monsanto being sued for all the lymphoma they've been causing by Roundup. Oh, that's just, you know, don't worry, we'll, we'll settle these cases if people die out of course. We make more money in the long run by having drugs that kill people or cause horrible side effects so in the long run, let's keep it on the market. We'll make tons of money, and yeah, you know, we'll set a lot of court for those we've killed because overall, in the long run, it's still cheaper. So, guys, what can we say? What can I say? We can we know that this guy, when he leaves his FDA chair, he's doing his duty. Caleb's gonna go to. Let's just fast forward. Let's go to twenty thirty. Where is he gonna be? Is he gonna be some paper pusher at CDC or? go over to the WHO? No. He's going to be working private industry. So there's this kind of wink, wink, hey, when I get in, you know, wink, wink, fast track, wink, wink. And then afterwards, you get hired by one of these companies. You know, they all are rivals, but at the same time, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and they all have more in common with themselves than they do with do-gooders like the Environmental Working Group or somebody like myself. It's kind of like the ruling elite the leadership of the Republican Party and the leadership of the Democrat Party, the ruling parties, the ruling elite, as we call them, have more in common with themselves than they do with us. They have total disdain for the common man and woman. So yes, even it's kind of like WWF wrestling back in the day. Oh, I love the Iron Sheik. Go, oh, Iron Sheik. And then the people like Hulk Hogan. Oh, I love Hulk Hogan. Go, Hulk Hogan. And they're funny. Yeah, you beat him, Sheik. You beat him. You beat him. And then afterwards, these dudes have a drink together. It's all a sham. So he'll go and work for some big pharma entity and get his payoff. You know, hey, you did a good job. You did a good job. Well done, good and faithful servant, as the evil head (laughs) of big pharma will tell him. And then he'll get his super big contract. You did your duty. You did your duty. And if you doubt what I'm saying about the revolving door, guys, just look it up. Just look it up. And it's not just in big pharma, it's in big food, it's in big medical device, it's in big business. Look who's running the SEC. Look who's running the Department of Labor. And, Nick, you could argue, you could say, well, you know, you needed get somebody from the industry who knows about it. Sure. But couldn't you just get a professor? Couldn't you just get a doctor who's been working and uh, just doing grunt work, grinding it out in the ER? Couldn't you get someone who's got some ethics? But it's not a question of ethics, right? It's a question of profit. It's the wolf watching the hen house. And that's what we got today. Guys, there's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal to make a donation. I don't make any money off of doing this. And the other one is a link to the website which hosts all of our articles and our four feeds. And lastly, if you haven't done so already, please please post a review so we can get the algorithm to grow this channel. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash naturopathic earth. Buy the confessions of an obese child ebook on Amazon or Barnes & Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember, the core belief at MPE. Let food be thy medicine. Let nature be thy healing. Until next time.